The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Good morning, everyone. Uh, welcome to the uh, Mile Rate. We'll look back at a, a terrific night's racing with the APG Victoria. Victoria Gold Bullion Races. There was plenty of prize money distributed last night from the horses that went through the APG sales. And it was a pretty good night for favourite punters as well. Until the last race come along, the, the longest price winner was $6.50 with a lot of uh, favourites. And then Thomas Heights first start with Andy Gath, uh, winning at, uh, at pretty generous odds. Rob Orber joins me. Rob was at Melton last night to enjoy what was a pretty big night, 12 races on the cards. But there were a lot of happy and smiling faces uh, with all of that good money through the APG uh, race sales series. Rob, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Dan. It was a very long night, let me tell you, 12 races. Uh, however, it was a, a meeting that had plenty of quality. We saw some very exciting uh, and promising horses for the future and Australian Pacing Gold, who have certainly been wonderful supporters of the harness racing industry, uh, offered some great prize money last night with uh, most of those finals uh, worth 150000 and congratulations to uh, many happy owners uh, and I think probably the, the biggest group of happy owners will be the owners of Mr Hunter, Danny, uh, with Mark Delroy and his uh, crew of uh, uh, staff members and family members. They uh, let out the biggest cheer of the night. I, I was actually in the uh, Trots Vision studio and they were at least uh, a good 100 metres away from me and I could hear them halfway down the straight and they were making a lot of noise and well done to them all. Well done, of course, Delray National Food Group. We know as the the major sponsors in harness racing of the uh, AG Hunter Cup. So uh, great to see them getting something back, and they got something really good back by taking out the uh, Group One APG Vic Gold Bullion for two-year-old Colts and Gellings, which is race number three, worth one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Closer. Nathan Jack hasn't pulled the trigger yet on Roryville in the 1-1. Will he reigns flushed him out now as they near the quarter. They sprint up. John the Bull Shark and Mr Hunter onto a three-wide trail, but still last and still 15 off the front. Now he launches five wide with his sprint, the favourite. 29-1 down the back. Roryville swept to the front. Rock and roll Gronk trying to battle back. Will he reign? And here comes Mr Hunter. Right around the outside with a booming sprint. Ran straight on past them. Will he reigns into second. Battling on Roryville but Mr Hunter, it's pure speed. He's come from last, and he's given them a beating. Definitely not. Um, uh, it's always, you know, something that you'd like to achieve. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, when I first moved over, that, that wasn't probably uh, part of the plan, but, um, you know, I was just lucky enough to, you know, be driving a few nicer horses now, and uh, I was lucky to pick up this one. Uh, for Vincent and all the guys that um, that owned him at Ballarat last week, and he put the writing on the wall for this week. And, uh, and yeah, he was just too good. It, it didn't really matter who drove him tonight, but uh, I was like. And that was uh, the voice of uh, Jack Laws. Had two drives on him now for uh, for two wins, trained by Vince DeCoco. And of course, Lockie McIntosh was doing all the calling last night, Rob, at Melton. Yeah, he did a great job too, Lockie. And uh, look, it was a great result for uh, Mr. Hunter and Jack Law, as we know, uh, a wonderful driver. But what about the job that uh, Vince DeCoco and uh, his team of uh, people, Mark Dalray, everyone behind the scenes, they all help out. And Vince, uh, who spent quite a bit of time, he, he worked with uh, Gavin Lang, Graham Lang, Lance Justice. He had some um, really good experience uh, coming through the ranks. And, you know, he, he loves... Uh, 
the, the harness racing industry. He loves his horses and he loves Mr Hunter. He's done a fantastic job with him and well done, Vince. Uh, it's it's great to see, uh, you know, I suppose the small-time people uh, coming in and, you know, they're not noted uh, f- family names to, to many people within the industry and, and to see a, a story like this and uh, to, the group of owners involved to win a $150,000 race last night was it was a big thrill. And you could actually hear that from the replay uh, that we just played, uh, you could hear the crowd cheering and that was a group of, of their owners and family that were all there. It was uh, quite quite amazing. Yeah, it certainly was, and well done to the team. The the Phillies final, Rob, was the fourth event on the card, two-year-old Phillies final, a major delight when only ever seen her once before uh, for a win, and she maintained her perfect record starting a short price favourite trained by Emma Stewart and Mark Pitt the favourite, Major Delight, went 28-1 down the back, at the home turn, 250 to go, Paradise Valley clinging into second spot, trying hard, Kiang Blue Jeans into third position, and they're well clear of the others, Major Delight shaken up now in the lane, drifting off the track, but is still eight metres in front, Paradise Valley and Kiang Blue Jeans are not going to catch her, and Major Delight goes all the way in the two-year-old Phillies, Vic APG Gold Bullion Final, second, ten metres away, I think the stablemate, Kiang Blue Jeans, just... Thank you. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, I think uh, this filly has a pretty bright future. Um, you know, she proved pretty green in front tonight. Um, the, the stable said she can be a little bit green in front, but um, she's probably better following a helmet. But um, the race tonight was for her race to be in front. That's uh, driver Mark Pitt. What an, an amazing run that he's uh, uh, had, including that uh, record of wins uh, in Tassie just uh, a, a, a month or so ago and a Group 1 success and a pretty comfortable $150,000 win there uh, with Mark Pitt. And, and Emma Stewart, no surprise, particularly with the Phillies. Uh, uh, they've really dominated that area, Clayton and Emma, over the last uh, four or five years, Rob. Yeah, look, she's a big filly, uh, got the job done. She she found the top uh, after her uh, win from from at Ballarat in the heat and she went a 154.8 mile rate. Uh, had a good gawk. Uh, she was leading and you could see she was losing concentration at different stages of the race, but Mark Pitt made sure she was concentrating, went for home uh, a long way out and just made sure that uh, she was going to hit the line and not switch off and, and she got the job done. 154.8 mile rate, 7.3 lead time, 29.2, 29.6 28 1 and home in 28 3. She defeated Kiang Blue Jeans, uh, raced uh, in the connections of the Lee family with the Emma Stewart stable. And uh, look, she ran a nice race, got into a good position, but the winner just proved too strong. Paradise Valley's a nice filly for Chris Finozio. She's going to be winning one very soon. She seems to be progressing really nicely. Nyota was an improved run fourth and fifth home was uh, Nobi Dakota but all honest to the winner major delight certainly uh, Kiang Blue Jeans and also Paradise Valley they'll be winning some uh, two-year-old races throughout the season Rob race seven was the fast class it was the tab young Pedro free for all and and Kaki Nui uh, got the prize the barrier draw made a big difference and uh, from gate number one Alan Tormey was able to guide Kaki Nui to an all the way win no run in the middle for Love in a Chevy. 28-7 only down the back. They set to dash for home. Three back the inside. Shorty's mate looking for clear air. Top of the lane. Kaki Nui's had a dream run. Hulini N gets the run. Sicario bulletproof boy. It's Kaki Nui with a lead at the 100 metre mark. They left him alone and he's got plenty in the last little bit. He's going a little roughly. Bulletproof boy. Hulini N won't catch him and Kaki Nui wins it. Second diving through close. Shorty's mate or bulletproof boy. <laughs>
He's definitely a nice horse. They didn't pay a lot for him and he's done a huge job. Um, obviously, they had a big opinion when he first came over and then he, I think he got a few problems, um, got an infection in his eye, so he's done a good job to come back and, yeah, to, to race in free-for-all class and beat, beat free-for-all class um, probably only in his second season of racing over here. He's done a pretty good job. That's uh, Alan Tormey uh, driving the Julie Douglas train car. Can you to win uh, that uh, tab, young Pedro free-for-all, Rob? Yeah, look, uh, Jason Bonington and myself were tipping in uh, Kaki Huey pretty strongly last night. I, we were both surprised at what odds it was uh, on offer. There didn't look to be much speed in the race at all, and that's the way it panned out. He was able to lead and go a mile rate of 155.7. He controlled the race, 7.2 seconds lead time, 29.4.31.1. There was just no pressure early, 28.7 and 27.4 home, beautifully rated by Alan Tormey. As we know, Alan's a highly talented uh, young lady, and she's done a terrific job job with Kakenui last night. Defeating Bulletproof Boy, who was uh, very brave, he had to do the workout out three wide and, and ran on nicely. Third home was Shorty's Mate, who also continues to hit the line well. Uh, Hurling Yem was behind the lead. He just resented the sprint lane. You could just see that uh, he had no intentions of wanting to go into the uh, sprint lane, hence why John Justice was trying to uh, push out. Unfortunately, John uh, got a little bit of a 10-day uh, break, I think, as a result of that because he made some contact with uh, one of the horses outside him and loving the Chevy into fifth place. But Kakenui for Julie Douglas, going really well. He's uh, put the riding on the wall with some pretty luckless runs in recent times and he was just too good last night. Race uh, nine was the group one for the three-year-old Colton Geldings. Catchaway started a dollar oh eight favourite. He's a very exciting horse, and uh, he uh, always looked in control. 780 charge down the back. Catch a wave again has left them standing in the lane in the group one. Three-year-old Colton Geldings, Vic Gold Bullion for APG. He's 10 in front. Coming out of the pack with a big late surge, District Attorney. He's all out, catch a wave, but he's got them covered, and catch a wave goes all the way. Brave run second, District Attorney. Mate. Um, I've driven some pretty good ones. We've had a few good ones. So when he gets to the million dollars, I'll say he's the best one because we've had one of those. But no, look, for sheer speed and um, the way he runs speed and how easily he does it, um, he's definitely up there. But he has to reach the heights that, um, that we hope he will yet. Kate Gath taking catch a wave to group one victory. Um, and look, he's uh, he getting the job done. He's just not quite... Uh, it's funny how we can pull apart some horses uh, by not being the furnished product. Um, but, you know, he keeps winning. He's very exciting. He's big and he's quite bulky. Uh, and I hope for the connection's sake that uh, the, the rest of Catch a Wave merges into the physical uh, part of Catch a Wave, Rob, because he could be anything going forward. Oh, no doubt. Look, the, the amount of raw talent this horse has is uh, second to none. He's, he's, you know, obviously his uh, mental uh, application as far as excitement is concerned is probably his biggest worry. But look, he, at the moment, as Kate mentioned to us last night, he, he's wearing blocks and normally uh, that does tend to fire up some horses but gets them to concentrate better. And when they take the blocks off, he tends to go from... Uh, uh, overexcited to uh, not interested, so they've just got to find that happy medium with him, and, and he'll he'll get that. It's just it's just inexperience, and you know once he sort of grows up a little bit more, uh, he'll be the real deal. What what we know about him, he's got a phenomenal speed, he's got great stamina, he's a beautiful pacer, he ticks all the boxes as far as you know you know looking forward to to his future racing. He's just got to get that uh, overexcitement out of him. Uh, that's probably his biggest downfall at the moment. But he went a mile rate of one fifty three. Four last night, 
6.9 lead time, 27-4, 29-2, 27-9 and 29-8 home. He defeated District Attorney for Ted Caruana and Jody Quinlan. Terrific run, came from back in the field. He, he, he's got the looks about him and, you know, we, we can't underestimate how good District Attorney is because he's certainly making good progress. Loved the run of Major Major. Gave him a really good push last night to be uh, running a place and, you know, he paid $18 a place, this horse, and he's one for Jeff Webster. He hasn't had a lot of luck in racing and he's a big big gangly staying type horse I think he's got a good future down the track I can see him you know winning some nice races uh, fourth home was Lightning Dan fifth home was Lock and Var Jag winner was sensational second and third horses both very good yeah I see John Hawks in the ownership uh, Gallops trainer uh, of a major major and, and catch a wave have uh, made it uh, nine wins from 10 starts it's a it's a fantastic record rob race 10 was the three-year-old fillies uh, apg gold bullion uh, final just hope has got brilliant gate speed she had the draw to suit and she was able to dominate with an all-the-way win outside was our little jet looking to peel up deeper as they sprint for home lavado beaches out the tail 28-4 was the quarter down the back and Just Hope with a kick at the top of the lane held back to the field, 200 to go right on a helmet, Petiont about to get clear air, playing up, spattling on Heavenly Sign, peels to the outside but Just Hope kicked away with 100 to go, opened up a lead, 8 metres in front, Petiont playing up and Heavenly Sign, the stablemates fighting out the minor money but Just Hope goes all the way and Just Hope wins the 3 year old Phillies Vic Gold Bullion final, second Petiont in front <laughs> She's in open bridal now. She doesn't go much in open bridal until they get to her even at home. So um, she sort of hasn't had anything to get to her lately and let's hope that that doesn't happen for a while. We don't have to worry about it too much. But, um, you know, she only went a second slower than catch a wave tonight and, and done it probably a bit more comfortable than him. Um, so, yeah, I'd probably disagree with that just at the moment. But uh, I do think she's a better filly uh, sitting. But against these ones, sort of, when you're drawn there, um, just going to obviously take opportunities. Driver uh, Nathan Jackie said Russell prepares a just hope. She's been a top filly right from day dot. She won a, a group one at her third start, the Gold Tiara Rob, and she's competed in all the big ones since. Yeah, look, she's a lovely filly, and, and Russell and Nathan have done a fantastic job with her. And, you know, she wasn't far behind Amore Vita, and we know how good Amore Vita is. And just hope, you know, she's up in uh, the top echelon of fillies uh, for sure at the moment uh, in, in Australia. And we sort of asked Nathan, you know, what, what the plan was for her. They've got a few different options down the track. She's having a little bit of a break now, and, you know, even talked about potentially taking her over to Western Australia, whether they decide to do that, I'm not sure. But, uh, look, she's going to win... Plenty more races, and she's going to be competing in many more Group 1 wins. Uh, she's, she's just a very good filly. She's got great speed, 154 four-mile rate, uh, seven seconds lead time, 28.8, 30.3, 28.5, and 27.6 home. Uh, defeating uh, Pedalante, an improved run, uh, third home heavenly sign, also went well, playing up fourth, and fifth home was our little jet. The Emma Stewart runners all ran well, actually, just the winner was a little bit too good last night. She's a very exciting fill-in. And Nathan Jack, uh, take a back. He's just such a brilliant driver. Once again last night, not only the way he handled Just Hope, but we'll talk about the locomotive very shortly. Rob, uh, the first on the card in Chizzy. This was a good race, good race between two uh, informed trotters, but Chizzy has now made it three wins in a row. That brilliant gate speed uh, from this uh, seven-year-old has uh, really seen him able to, to dominate all of those last three wins. 
Yeah, look, this has been a great training performance. Uh, Jason McNulty, uh, the, the whole family, Sean, everyone involved there, but Jason's done a, a fantastic job with Chizzy. Uh, Ryan Sanderson, as uh, we've been speaking about you know, for quite a while now, he's really emerged as one of our top junior drivers, and he's got a, a massive future ahead of him. Uh, he was really brave in the way he handled Chizzy last night. On paper, he looked like he was going to find the lead, which he did, and it was just a case of how much pressure was going to be applied. And Nephew Sunoco, who looked the obvious danger to Chizzy, the two of them had a fantastic duel. Nephew Sunoco went around three wide in a fairly solid run race. They went 44-7 lead time, 30.7. The second quarter was 28-4, and that's when Nephew Sunoco was doing most of his work out three wide into the breeze. So he chased really hard. He only went down by a head. 29-5 that third quarter and 30.8. They defeated the rest of them by 18 metres. It was just a fantastic battle. But Chizzy, who was second up after uh, having a, a month off, and that fitness probably uh, allowed him to, to just hold off Nephew of Sunoco. The two of them were outstanding. Third home was Kaivali Cliche, who had a soft trip on the pegs, ran on. Fourth home was Tea Tree Tommy, also followed the pegs, and Majestical Bell from back in the field. But look, uh, Chizzy, a very good horse in front. It was a Group 2 race. It was a great result for uh, the McNulty team and uh, Nephew of Sunoco. Both horses were outstanding. Rob, the... Uh Next event on the card, it was the uh, final, the Group 1 final for the two-year-old trotting Colts and Geldings. It was the first leg of Nathan Jack's uh, driving double. It was the Wayne Potter train, the locomotive, a uh, Colt by Muscle Mass. Uh, that was terrific. He was. Uh, beautifully bred out of uh, La Cucaracha. He's uh, a lovely racy type of two-year-old. He handled the... Uh, the, the Barry won without a hitch at all. He came out of the gate well. He led and it was just a lovely drive by Nathan Jack. He knew he had the danger Basilica drawn outside him and made sure uh, it had to chase uh, in the breeze to try and run him down. And that horse wasn't capable last night. And the locomotive went uh, from start to finish, eight seconds lead time, 30 seconds, 30.3, 29.5 and 30.1. A mile rate of 159.91 by seven and a half metres. He defeated hide-and-seek for David Jack and Cameron Maggs. It was a nice effort. Sat behind the leader. He was set to run a place at his first up uh, run behind Basilica until he broke under pressure half up the straight. However, last night he trotted nicely, just couldn't uh, match the winner, but he was still a very good effort, and he'll be winning some two-year-old races this season. Third home was Basilica. Got uh, worked up a bit before the race. He sweated up, but he certainly did all the work outside the leader and battled on really strongly. Fourth home was Macho Maori, and fifth was Maori Franklin, both of the Brent Lilly trade runners, both running okay. But uh, there were no matches for uh, the winner, who won by seven and a half metres and uh, we'll be hearing a lot more about the locomotive as we go down the track Right uh, we've looked at uh, races three and also four but the fifth event on the card um, this Mayor Shayello, she's uh, really got to a, a pretty good level hasn't she Rob and uh, look barrier number one uh, she was able to uh, utilise Laura Cross on that draw to, to suit her and she was too good but it was a pretty handy field that she was able to beat yeah, look, Dan, uh, once again, we just talk about that crop of three-year-old fillies from last year. It, it just It's quite frightening when you go through the list of horses that have made finals in those big Group 1 races and you look at the horses that are running the the, uh, the consolations or the semi-finals. There's, there's probably a depth of somewhere up to 20 fillies, I, I would say, that have all... They're all very good horses. They're, they're above average. And, and Shayella uh, just has bumped into a crop of uh, freaks, and yet she's 
competed at a really high level. And, you know, first up last night to, to go into a, a Metro race the way she did and, and win, going a mile rate of 155.9, is just a testament of the depth of these fillies. It's just quite phenomenal. Uh, she's a really good filly. What I like about her is she knows how to relax. She can come out of the gate. She just drops her head, goes to sleep, and she just puts her head down. She's just all business. And last night she did that. She took the trail on the back of Fire Rock Fire Roll. She hadn't had a trial going to that race last night. 45-1 lead time, 30.9, 28-7, 28-2, 28-5. That last 1,200 was run at a sizzling uh, rate, 155.9 mile rate, and she finished uh, to defeat Cherokee Joe, who was terrific. It was heavily backed, Jess Tubbs and Greg Sugar's team uh, absolutely flying at the moment. There's been a few plunges been going off uh, lately, and uh, they tried to pull one off with Cherokee Joe last night, and he, he was very good into second spot. Fire rock, fire rolls, good effort, led, just couldn't uh, hold off the challenges in the third spot. Rick Riley was off the track, ran well. He's going well. Cool Rocking Daddy was closing in. Captain Confetti was a disappointing run. Uh, he just didn't finish off the race. But Shayella, very, very talented mare. She's going to be competing in some pretty big mares races. The John Nicholson and Michelle Phillips uh, stable, that, that form continued on their winning way with LB2 chains taking out race six, Rob. Yeah, very good run by LB2 Chains. He was, uh, we, we saw uh, LB2 Chains chase home Seb's choice to start before. Uh, he got home by neck. He came from back in the field. It was a terrific drive by Michelle Phillips and Bulldog Nicholson uh, holidaying at the moment uh, over in Thailand. And uh, LB2 Chains has continued a winning streak for Michelle Phillips as she's looking after these horses. A mile rate of 154.1. 56-9 last half. They went seven seconds of lead time, 28, 29-9, 28-6 and 28-2. He came down the outside to defeat Eva Mateo, who sat behind the leader, just lost a little bit of momentum coming to the home turn, uh, but ran on really strongly. Pray Tell uh, was in third placing uh, after uh, uh, kicking through and leading in the race, but was run down. And uh, fourth home was Yankee Gold, but he got relegated uh, due to uh, just galloping there for, for a few moments and going inside uh, the peg and then unfortunately had to be relegated, so missed out on running fourth. One too many was a horse that finished home officially into fourth placing, but a 154-1 mile rate, and LB2 chains is a lovely horse. Ultimate stride uh, got the prize against Mufasa Metro. Two very good uh, trotters, though, in that uh, IRT Australia trotters uh, handicap. Yeah, very good win. Uh, mile rate there of 22.1 for Ultimate Stride. He led early. He was taken on by Mafasa Metro and took the trail in the back of Mafasa Metro for Chris Lang and Greg Sugar's taking the drive. They went to 127.6 the lead time, 31.9, 30.6, 28.9 and 30.3. One by two and a half metres. He's a talented horse. He trolled brilliantly at Melton on Tuesday and he, he, he virtually repeated that run at uh, last night. Second home, the Farsa Metro. Look, he, he was really good. Um, look, he's a four-year-old. He went up over the distance last night. Probably just found it a little bit too tough. But again, I thought his performance was still full of merit. Travel Bug was outstanding. Did some work and, and ran into third place. In fourth was Robbie Royale, who had his chance. And fifth home was CK Spur. Uh, Adele... Uh, yeah, just just made made a couple of errors at the start there. With uh, not long after the start, we had a head check, but we'll certainly improve from that run. Aldebaran Tess also was out the back, so there's a few horses that can improve from that run. But Ultimate Stride, Mafasa Metro, both very very good horses, and they're going to be competing in some very good races down the track. Valerie Lane remained unbeaten, a filly that took out the $50,000 Aldebaran uh, Park Vic Brett Platinum homegrown classic for the two-year-old trotting fillies. Uh, she's three for three now, trained by Peter Manning and driven by Karen Manning.
Yeah, the uh, father and daughter uh, combination uh, strike again. It was a great performance. Three starts, three wins. Very talented trotter. Just led all the way. Mile rate of 22.3. Defeating Dichotomy, who uh, was very good uh, for Jess Tubbs and Bailey McDonough last night. Really made a challenge of the race and just couldn't run down Valerie Lane. Aldebaran Miley was a good performance. Looks to be a nice little uh, uh, filly moving through and she'll be winning races. Uh, fourth home was Aldebaran Brook and fifth home Cugnardi, who was a disappointing run. Sat behind the leader, but it seemed to be something not quite right there. Eight seconds lead time, 32-1, 31-3, 30-29-1, and Valerie Lane making it three starts for three wins and taking out the $50,000 Group 1 Elderbaron Park Vic Bread Platinum Home Grum Classic last night. Thomas Heights recently joined the stables of Andy Gath, Sunraysia Pacer, and got the prize at good odds um, with uh, the stable mate actually starting favourite in the race he's under wraps. Yeah, it was, uh, he, he won seven in a row there at uh, Mildura, Thomas Heights, and he's made the trip down here with uh, with Andy and, and Kate, and she elected to go three back the pegs, got the right breaks, and finished over the top of him to win by a head, defeating Allshaw Cup, who was in the one-out, one-back trail. He's under wraps, led in the race, and was run down. Fourth home was Art of Sheng Li, who sat behind the leader. And final piece, who was uh, three back in the running line, just didn't really finish it off that well. Uh, lost a bit of ground about the 300. It was ahead by four metres, the margins. A mile rate of 153.8. 7.1 lead time, 28.7, 29.7, 27.7 and 28.3. And I think Thomas Heights, he's, uh, I think there's still more to come with this horse. I, I don't think we've found the bottom to him just yet. He seems to be a really nice horse in the making. And that completed uh, a double for Andy and uh, Kate Gath. So on a big night, that 12-race card at uh, Tapcourt Park, Milton, last night. The race at Cranbourne today, Kyle Gully will be calling all the action. And on Trot's Vision, through the course of the early part of the afternoon from 1 o'clock, uh, join myself and Paul Campbell for the Harness Breeders Victoria Award. So that's live on uh, Trot's Vision and also through uh, Campbell's comments on uh, Facebook. So, big week ahead. Happy birthday to you, Rob, for a couple of days ago, but I think you get the opportunity to celebrate that today as well. So, enjoy your day, enjoy your week, and until next Sunday on the Mile Rate. Yeah, happy harnessing. Well done to Joey Pace taking out the Trotters Derby at Menangle last night with Harry Stamper as well.